0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Present Tense Podcast. I am Andre. Matt's here too. And before we start, I just want to take a quick moment of silence. Just, it's been a lot going on in the world lately. You no know, a lot of people feeling a lot of different ways and a lot of emotions. So, um, just for everybody lost and everybody feeling down right now, let's just take a quick moment of silence.
1: Thank you. So we're recording this um, a couple of days after the, the shooting in Texas and you know, a week after the one in Buffalo. Um, you know We're not a news show, but we do talk about what we feel in our experiences and how that relates to how we use our spirituality and our worldviews to interpret things, find solutions to things, find ways to cope with things. So we're not here to have a news opinion show or policy debates. But we were thinking about it and just for us to talk about anything else, any other topic for this week would feel really disingenuous Mm -hmm. to both of us because this is just stuff that's weighing on our minds and our hearts a lot. So we wanted to try to find a way to approach it I'm kind of looking at those root causes Of how these things get To where they are So we can have some understanding I know for me When You know When this happens Like there's this feeling of helplessness And almost guilt Like I hate this so much This is so painful I want to do something But we kind of don't know what to do So we want to try to put this together a little bit too as a way to maybe create a different perspective as to how and why this happens and also give us all some things that we can actively do on a small scale because as we talked about before everything we do adds to the collective. So we can add a little bit in here and there it adds to that collective love and energy and who knows maybe there's we do have a direct effect on someone in a large way uh, by being aware of some of this stuff.
0: And what we're talking about and discussing today's topic is is essentially what we are doing right now in this moment. Um, you know, we kind of talk about how we suppress these feelings and these thoughts, and you may tell one person, but... We don't have the discussions that we need to have to, to basically understand why we feel these things or don't feel these things, um, why we don't speak up. And I think this is just us speaking out in the right moment to help us and to help you maybe open up and cope with whatever it is you're, you know, dealing with internally. Yeah.
1: So in the last episode, we broke down what the ego is. And there was one aspect of that that we left out because we felt it was a bigger discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to kind of go through that now because it just it fits. And the one part that we left out was what the ego does is it, as we talked about, it creates a separate entity as us. We believe that this is us, this separate being. And so what that allows is what I would call the myth of separation, believing that we are separate from each other, we are separate from the earth, we're all individual beings out for our own thing. But that is a myth. <laughs> um, I think despite whatever your spiritual beliefs are, to believe that something happening to one person doesn't affect everyone is patently untrue. And whether you believe, like like Andre and I do, that we all come from, from source, we are all connected as one being, in in that space, even though we are an individual example here, or we said whatever your your individual beliefs might be, we can see through this experience of these events happening. We all feel the same thing, so there is a oneness there, and so that's what we want to kind of just break down: is this myth of separation, where it comes from, how to deal with it, and how to help. And we kind of talked about that—that that starts at a fairly
0: early age. Um, as we talked about with the ego, that starts at an early age as well. But the sense of separatism comes—separateness—comes with it, um, and that starts as a as a child,
1: um, in elementary school. Sure. Yeah, as we as we talked about last week, that the ego starts out totally in control, and then we have to kind of figure it gets formed. Early, mm-hmm. young, and then we kind of, it's the dance of the rest of our life to figure out how to deal with it. Uh, so what the ego really says, when, we, when someone mentions the ego, we think that is I am. But what the ego is essentially really doing and saying to us is I am not. I am not anything else. I am just me. I am, I am separate. I am alone uh, by myself. Again, you know, Like we talked about last time, not a bad thing. It allows us our own unique experiences, enjoying the flavor of food, what we like, what we don't like. Um, But by contrast, our soul says, I am everything. And so this life is really just a dance between those two. And the back and forth, the figuring out, feeling into our soul and, and feeling that connectedness while also dealing with our own individual self. Which is what always brings
0: questions and self-doubt into mind because you're doing this, it's
1: almost a dangerous dance. Um, and we have to play both sides. You do. Right, as we, you human, do. We, we do have to take care of ourselves. We do have to educate ourselves and get our own job and, and, and make an income and take care of ourselves, take care of our family, find what we're good at and mm-hmm. embrace that and mm-hmm. not be afraid to be great at it individually. And that's the positive
0: of ego. That's the, that's the benefit of when you use ego in the right way. Um, you, are, you are bettering yourself, but to help the collective overall. Right. Um, you, you get a great job, you, great career, you go through school, you form these connections of other like-minded people, and collectively
1: you guys do something great and really it's it's the attitude behind what you're doing that's more important so no one needs to feel bad if they're great at something if they're Mm -hmm. a great artist if they can paint or they can sing you know I can't sing I wish I could Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that someone who is a great singer removes themselves and is separate from me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: quite by contrast music has been one of the most influential things in, in my life so you're creating something, we're doing something that we're great at, that we're good at, but we do it with a sense that we're bringing everybody along with us. Mm-hmm. And we're not elevating ourselves or putting anyone else down to achieve that.
0: And in the same light, with a music artist or an athlete, that sense of separate separateness of being great connects with the collective because if you're great... I want to be great. Mm -hmm. You're pushing me. It's inspiring. And I'm pushing you. It's inspiring and it's motivating, Mm -hmm. quite honestly. And so, again, just like with ego, you have to look at the positive side of how to use your separateness in a positive light to push, inspire, motivate others. um, Not
1: put them down. Not make them feel like shit. Not make them feel less than and it comes on both sides right because we see the separateness when someone is great at something and they're doing it with love and leading and inspiring and people who feel separate from that will find something to put them down for mm-hmm. or detract from them for 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 doing that for we see that all the time so that that goes both ways with that with that separateness not just the person who's achieving and doing but the person who's maybe hasn't achieved or done to the extent that they wish they had mhm they will find a reason to put down the ones that have because they view themselves as separate so your success is not my success. Mhm. And that again,
0: it starts early. You're shaped early. You see your parents or your elderly figures, whomever that may be, and what they're doing and you hear sometimes or a lot of times where you know, kids are just big eyed at their parents or this professor or Anything, you know, somebody that just motivates you and you see it and seeing it and seeing how they act and react with that success or, you know, community level community, you
1: want to be that and you start to, it brings you up. Mm -hmm. It truly does. Yeah. And we don't know, you know, our society and culture does push everything to be independent and separate. And mm-hmm. so I think that's where we get into a lot of trouble because that's driven into us at a very early age, like we were talking about in school. Everything is is really separate, mm-hmm. and kids are separated from one another based on their achievements, their abilities, the way that they look. Uh, it's also a very innate human thing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, we all had experiences in school, I'm sure, where we did feel very separate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's the cool kids, there's the the outcast kids, there's the sports kids, the Whatever it might be, there's different groups. So, again, just working with, with the ego, what it is, it likes to do that. Mm-hmm. It likes to separate. Yep. It likes to be separate. Yep. So, especially in school, it really gets driven home when we're young. And it's it gets tough to break down, depending on, depending on what, what we experience there. Now, I was just thinking about this the other day because my
0: school was very much diverse and very much... Um, you had your groups, you had the athletes, you had the preps, you had the, you know, everybody. And we had this sense of togetherness. My class in particular, my 05 class, I I loved that about us because we all were, we, we used our uniqueness. I call it uniqueness, not separateness. That's a good word. Um, yeah. And we all really embraced
1: that. I think it's a really important point that you said before you move on. Uniqueness versus separateness. So separateness is it's really just the idea behind what we're doing. hmm So we can be unique and we can be powerful and we can be great. hmm But if we're exercising separateness, that means we're putting distance between ourselves and another and putting ourselves above someone else. But I, I love that uniqueness. That's a way better way to yep. put
0: it. Yep. Yep. And I think we, we we just truly need to embrace that. But at the same time, we truly need to help each other bring that out. And so I love when, you know, a woman compliments another woman and says, oh, I love that. I love that outfit. It looks great on you. And, you know, that's genuine. And you don't know what that right there can do for somebody who may not fully feel comfortable
1: in their own self. It's funny you say that. My wife does that all the time. (laughs) Um, My wife is unreasonably gorgeous. And so I think a lot of women feel a little intimidated by her or assign a certain personality type to her, but she doesn't... I've I watched it happen. She will just meet someone and compliment them on their shoes or their dress, and that woman lights up, and they are best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, just like just that. She just creates that oneness immediately, just with a, something really simple. Yep. Just like that. Just as a small compliment, and the separateness goes away. hmm. And that's an example of separateness in a great light on behalf
0: of your wife because, you know, she open up and brought something out of this girl or whomever it is that not everybody does how many how often do we just walk down the street and not say anything to our passerbys mm-hmm. and you know just a hi hello I yeah. hope you have a great day right. it can be short it can be sweet but why not the, the you know and we could get into it later but the void there's so much power in voice in speech mm. And what you do with it can really help feelings, emotions, just confidence, mm-hmm. a lot of
1: things. It just helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna steal a little bit from a, I I've me- mentioned him before, Charles Eisenstein. He wrote a book uh, called the, uh, the More Beautiful World That Our Hearts Know Is Possible. Uh, we, we've stolen a lot from, from him. Um, so one of the, the quotes that he had uh, was he was talking about the separateness between self and the separateness that society kind of puts on us. And he said, this assumes that we are separate selves in a world of other. This assumes that I can fully insulate myself from the world and if I can control what's around and outside of me effectively enough, then I will thrive. So again, we're taught that if I am totally separate I'm gonna do better if I control my surroundings. I control my separateness. This is how I do well. It's that idea of, like, success and everything is this pie, and I gotta get mine. Mm-hmm. And the bigger slice you get, there's less for me. It's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's all an illusion. That's that's part of the myth. Yeah. There's, there's, it's all there for everyone. Yeah. So the idea that I'm good, I'm set up in my castle. And everything outside is is shit. But that assumes that's not us. And that is us. Mm-hmm. If someone is is poor in poverty, there's a part of us that is too. If someone is in pain and in suffering, there's a part of us that is too. And that's just... Again, it's, it's just such hardcore programming that we get. It's difficult to break that down. But again, we feel it. Because mm-hmm. when we see a news story doesn't even have to be as tragic as the ones we've recently experienced. Mm-hmm. We feel it in our heart. Yeah. We feel it in our bodies. It affects us. So that myth that it doesn't is easily proven untrue.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I mean, honestly, without getting into too many things or you know recent happenings, but that separateness of you have a big portion that feels a certain way and another portion that feels the opposite way and it's because of whatever we're involved in that creates more separateness Mm -hmm. rather than okay well I can help this person or we can help this person collectively let's help each other be better if we just always if we if our sole focus is to help Mm -hmm. ourselves to help others we all collectively win um we all collectively are in a better place it's a yes we have our individual
1: selves but we have
0: a collective
1: connection Mm -hmm. yeah and that separateness doesn't have to be just us by ourselves that separateness can relate to groups Mm -hmm. with the tribal mentality Mm -hmm. yep As we call it like this is this is my tribe and this is what we believe and we are separate from you because you don't believe Mm -hmm. what we do or this is my team. Yeah. And so I root for my team despite anything else Mm -hmm. and not looking at the collective best for, most loving, most helpful for everyone. Still clinging to that separateness, Mm -hmm. even though it might we might have the illusion that Mm -hmm. we're not separate because we're in a group. Yep of like-minded people, but that is absolutely separateness. When we divide in any way and think that my views or your views are are different and mine are right, yours are wrong. That's yeah. still
0: separateness. Or mine's matters more, yours matters less. Mm-hmm. And I love that you use that example because, as you know, growing up, we do it with just religion alone, you know? How many different religions are there? How many different spirituality or i don't want to say cults but you know that kind of mentality that group how many different thoughts or mindsets do people have well this is the true and this is the true and this is the true well how do we have 30 40 50 truths Mm -hmm. you know what i mean why can't we all just (laughs) okay my my beliefs can help your beliefs Right. We can collectively help this one's beliefs, and you know, let's work together instead of just saying, "No, it's it's me or nothing; it's right.
1: us or nothing." Yeah. Uh, interesting you say that because my experience in school, so with the Jehovah's Witness religion, we are taught that we are separate, mm-hmm. and in fact, one of their main core teachings is no being no part of the world, mm-hmm. kind of twisting around what what Jesus said uh, at one time being no part of the. Being no part of the separateness was basically what he was saying, Mm -hmm. being connected to love and spirit and that over the individual physical self. But they take that to be literal as we don't have anything to do with someone who is not of our beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think most religions do a form of that, creating the separateness in a twisted way of, of one of Jesus' teachings. And so my experience in school was I was taught to not be part of the group, to not be part of everyone. And consequently, how was I treated, like an outcast? Mm-hmm. And I was also very overweight and very shy, so that didn't help mm-hmm. either. So my experience in school was very separate and alone. Um, so I think I relate a lot, you know, to to um, knowing what those feelings are like mm-hmm. and having some of those experiences. And so, um, again, seeing some of the things that that. Happen, I can I can see how it starts yep. for someone to get to such an awful place. Um, yep. I didn't have anything, you know, chemically imbalanced or wrong with me, mm-hmm. um, so I was able to kind of work through and overcome that. But combining that with the outcast, alone, totally separate feeling, I, I see how you can get there. Yeah, you know, because I've, I've experienced a little bit of that.
0: Yep, and mentally imbalanced or not, I mean. Just a sense of community, you know, community helping one another to be better. I, My kind of background is, yeah, as a young kid, I did go to church just because that was the thing to do. Um, but what I didn't do, and I was fortunate that I always had a sense of community, whether it was my neighbors who were around my same age or a camp or sports or whatever may be, is I made friends with the people I was around and what I didn't do was talk about church or beliefs Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Because none like not that it didn't matter, but it didn't matter to us for us and what we were trying to accomplish, which was a friendship was what which was a partnership or group. You know just trying to have fun or Mm -hmm. collectively help each other Um, starts in school again. You know, there's group projects. Each person, each individual has a different task that they have to do. Collectively, it comes together Mm -hmm. and you form this great group project, right? Right. And so, I mean, I, I loved that aspect of school that they did do that, but then there's that separateness still. Each individual gets a separate grade. Sure. And then in the grand scheme, you have a high honor class or whatever mm-hmm. and a lower level class. Sure.
1: And that's based on, you know. Yeah, and, there's, and there's pressure to meet those standards mm-hmm. of acceptability. And if we don't, um, I mean, it's going to drive us one or two ways. Mm-hmm. It's going to drive us to become more and to get on that and get it right and be great at it or it's going to drive us the opposite way to go even farther away from it and isolate ourselves more and become anti mm-hmm. all of it. But it's important to remember, whichever way we go, it's a different symptom but the same cause. Mm-hmm. The idea that we are separate. Yep. So, you know, I know for, for me, being an outcast and being overweight and not being... Popular, being quiet, it motivated me to go the opposite way, mm-hmm. but still very, very separate. Yeah, you know. In fact, it's. I mean, I carried that from grade school all the way till. Man, I would say almost like age like thirty-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, before I, I really figured it out, I was still mostly alone and separated myself um, from others. Yeah, um, not really accepting. Love not being part of the group, always viewing myself as a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a long, long time for that to to break down, and I was even being aware of it from age thirty to to thirty five. Even after I was fully aware of it, it's still really tough to break that down once we get programmed from that early age.
0: Now, let me ask you: Did you
1: ever? I mean, you
0: knew this at an early age. Did you ever open up and talk to anybody
1: about it? No. Why? I didn't think I was supposed to.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, I think that's part of separateness, right? Mm -hmm. No one will understand me. Mm -hmm. No one's gonna get it. So I put on this face or this mask that I could use around people, and people like me, I would hang out and have a good time, but when it came to really knowing me, I didn't allow it. I only allowed it to go so far. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that as humans we have really two desires, to be seen, and to be loved. Mm-hmm. And when I say seen, not physically seen, but like yeah. seeing who we are at our core where we don't have to put on that mask or fake mm-hmm. something to get someone to like us. Like just who we truly are. We really want to be seen yeah. rawly in yeah. that way. But the paradox is we're so afraid if someone sees us, how could they possibly love us? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the case with with a lot of people I know for, for myself. like Just that fear. Like, well, if someone really sees me, really knows me, they won't love me. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep up this little fake mask and this parade that's an aspect of my personality, an aspect of who I am, mm-hmm. but not the whole thing. And then I'll be able to have enough interaction and enough good positive feedback to feel okay. And that's that dance you talked about, you know, that thin line.
0: It's It's... We all understand, and we all know that we have flaws. We all do. Every single individual has a flaw or Mm -hmm. flaws, and we know that. But we're fearful of fully opening up Mm -hmm. and having another understand our flaws in the way we do. Because that's our one thing that we hang on to. It's our one chip on the shoulder Mm -hmm. that we always have, no matter what. And we will...
1: (laughs) I'm talking about ego, aren't I? Yep. We will go <laughs> to great lengths to protect that. Yeah. And that it also feeds back into the myth. Mm-hmm. Because we think we're the only one that has that. Mm-hmm. But what do we find when we really open up to someone and we, we let them know like some of the weird, twisted, dark thoughts we have and how strange we are and weird we are? What do we get? I thought that, too. I think that, too. Yeah. What do we get? I do that, too. Yep. Me, too. <laughs> yep. Me too. Yep. And that all goes away instantly. Mm-hmm. So again, we believe that myth so hard, even though we have all the evidence in the world that it's not real. Mm-hmm. We still believe it. It's it's just one of those crazy human things.
0: That's all. it's what's scary about nowadays. About you know. Social media and stuff, I always say there's a there's a great aspect of social media and there's a terrible aspect sure. of social media. It's the terrible act is the people telling you what you should do, what you should think, how you should act, and you should look like this or you mm-hmm. should be like that. And then you have the positive where it's like, oh, this person has come from here where I've been or I'm at and gone to here. And they really motivate me. They really inspire me. You know, I, I, it it comes off humbly. It comes off genuine. Yeah, it's different, and I like that different. It's unique. Sorry, not different. It's unique, and I love that way. And so I think there's just it's always that thin line, but opening up and and being truly honest with yourself. In with everyone that
1: you are connected to, it just—it's a game changer. Yeah, for sure. Laura and I were talking about that because, um, uh, just like the idea of social media, like just—it's such a highlight reel
0: mm-hmm.
1: of people's lives, and yeah, it looks awesome, right? Like it looks it looks great, but that's not the whole thing. And so, for someone who already feels separate, like an outcast, like they don't measure up. Mm-hmm. They're not around anybody. They don't have friends. So they're on their phone all day scrolling through Instagram pictures of all the great times someone else is having when they're little, you know, fancy inspirational quotes and yada, yada, whatever all that bullshit is, is and it's going to drive them even farther away, make them feel even more separate, more worthless because I'm not this. So I think it really is important even in, the, in our, our social media aspect of our lives. Yeah, show the highlights, celebrate, celebrate the small things. My wife says it all the time. She celebrates the small things, makes a big huge deal, wants to go out to, to dinner and and get balloons and mm-hmm. celebrate the smallest of victories. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But be real about it too. Yeah. And so maybe we can do that. Um, I don't really have social media. Um, so I, I guess I'm not really helping the cause <laughs> in, that, in that respect. But share the highlights but also share the realness of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, We don't have to share negative, bad things but, but share the realness of it. Like here's, you know, yes, here's my, my, my family and damn, it looks really perfect on this picture, doesn't it? But we, we, have, we have our struggles and we go through things too just to generate that feeling of that oneness feeling and give someone that, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, and and along those same lines, if you, you know, and I'm not saying
0: everybody does or doesn't do it. I actually do know a lot of people. I myself, social media wise, you will see my happiest times. You will see my darkest times i am fully transparent and open with everybody it's taken me a long time to get there (laughs) but honestly i feel so much better about myself as a person because Mm -hmm. i feel like hey i'm showing you my cards you know, so, and within reason, within reason, right? right? Sure. It, it takes a minute to get sure. there. And some, but, things, some
1: things are private,
0: you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. There are, I mean, yeah, there are things yeah. I will not talk to anybody <laughs> about still, right. you
1: know, and that's ego holding on to whatever it is yeah. I'm holding on and, to. And some things are just for us to discuss with our, mm-hmm. you know, our partner or our immediate ones, and that's not for, for yep. everybody to share. You know, yeah. It's not, I'm saying we got to lay everything out there, but just, yeah. you know, just to you know, just, just be honest and genuine about yeah about life and
0: because other people feel the same way mm-hmm. you do other people think the same way you do other people struggle the way you do mm-hmm. um and we just need to be more sympathetic and empathetic towards that and about that
1: yeah absolutely um so we we're also talking about that idea of of separateness and kind of getting back to the events like on just a really simple level That feeling of separateness is what allows us to do things to hurt someone else. Um, However, on the extreme scale that gets, it's it's the same same cause. If I view you as me, I'm not going to hurt you Mm -hmm. because that's hurting me. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't do that. But if I view myself as so separate from you, it allows me to justify it. And I think a little bit of why hurt people hurt people is just that extreme desire to be seen. And I feel I'm in so much pain. I'm so depressed and I'm so alone. I want someone else to feel what I feel. Even though they don't realize that's what it is. So in our, our way... Whatever we can do, let's do what we can and make people feel seen. To just give them that, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, every once in a while. And this isn't justifying
0: anybody. This this is said for all of us. I mean, this is also the fact that, you know, we react and want to jump down somebody else's throat instead of talking let's get back to talking, let's right. get back to discussing, let's get back to, and that's what I mean by, like, being open, using your voice, but in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: talks it's, it's really easy to just double down on the separateness, right? Mm-hmm. Something awful happens, what a sick, deranged human that could do that. We're creating more separation. Never ever excusing Actions. But we're doubling down on that separation. We're not looking at it as there were emotions experienced. Mm-hmm. And however it drove to to whatever degree that it did, something bad happened. So, Because mm-hmm. we all do it to a certain degree, right? Mm-hmm. We feel a bit of separateness. That's what allows us to say something hurtful mm-hmm. to our, our loved ones, to our partners, to our family. Mm-hmm. It's what allows us to say shitty things on on the internet, <laughs> you know. So we all do that to a degree. It's just really unfortunate that some people drift so far. Again, and we can couple that with other medical things as well. Mm-hmm. Like the combination of that could do something so unbelievably thinkable and, and, and hurtful, mm-hmm. you know. But it is the same. It is the same cause.
0: Yep. And that and that also ties into what I mean by positive group mentality um it's easy it's playing out right now politics guns um mental health like it's it's just going at each mm-hmm. other going at each other going at each other let's work together everything goes hand in hand right. let's work together Yeah to formulate a plan, something that helps the collective, right? Instead of always fighting each other and fighting each right. other, the separateness. It's it, it's it's a still bar. you're not you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're just yep. running into it, getting pushed back, running in, getting pushed right. back. Right. We, we, we have to stop that. We have to, Start to work together. We have to use our voice in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. We have to talk openly to one another and see what it is. Why can't we connect? Where where's the disconnect, and how can we fix that?
1: Yeah. and that starts with acknowledging, no matter what our belief system is or our group is, that we all feel the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, despite what anyone might say on the on the news or in politics or whatever, to defend their beliefs. Mm -hmm. When this stuff happens, we all feel the same thing Mm -hmm. in our heart. And I think that's, we have to start by acknowledging that. And that by itself can get rid of that separateness and and help as a society, as a culture, come together with the oneness. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, if we all feel the same thing, we can all grow, we don't want to feel that Mm -hmm. ever again. Mm -hmm. So what can we do? As opposed to, again, just keeping the separateness. Yep. which is which is all we see on the news and people throwing shots at each other and taking barbs and pointing fingers and all that like you said it does nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why nothing changes. Yep. yeah. Yep. Um so I mean again like we talked about how we feel but again with that collective like we we feel awful, we feel sad, we feel hurt. Like everybody does and so we want to know like well, what can we do mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what 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 can we do so like we talked about a, a bit getting rid of that separateness if we're going to do that on a global scale on a community scale on a home scale we have to start with ourselves mm-hmm. and that's going to start with losing our own sense of separateness or being able to transcend it a little bit be aware of it before we can help anyone else. And with that being said, I think
0: this is just my personal opinion. Mm. I think each and every last one of us needs to start by going and talking to somebody. Sure. Some type of therapist. um, Because it only then is when you're going to take the first step of opening up. These are professionals mm-hmm. who are they've gone to school for this. They are experts at this. They they want our best intentions and they mm-hmm. have the best intent. So I think um I think that's a good first start. Sure. And and, and that's just a my personal yeah, opinion no, I totally and I haven't yet I know I need to, but I haven't yet, and I know I'm aware that I need to. Mm-hmm. I think even with all the self work that I did, mm-hmm. I can't. I can only go so far.
1: Right. Yeah, it's super healthy, and I've done it in the past mm-hmm. for sure, and, and had a good experience. Uh, but just being able to, even just like we're doing now, right? We're just we're we're sharing, we're talking, and we're finding more things as we talk and I'm sure everyone listening has had conversations within their house and their friend group mm-hmm. uh, about things as well. And just being able to do that in a super honest way can help us sort some of that out. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it does really start by communicating and it is easier to be honest with ourselves if we're doing it with someone else. Mm-hmm. I believe that because um, I spent many years all by myself and with my own thoughts in my own head and, thinking I had it figured out. (laughs) Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I didn't talk to anybody about it. So nothing came out. There were no other ideas or revelations or perspectives that I was introducing. Mm -hmm. So it was just mine. And that wasn't helpful.
0: Yep. And this goes for everybody. I mean, the sense of separateness allows the elite to feel like, I don't need that. Or, you know, people who don't believe in therapy they feel a sense of like i don't need that well why don't you need that mm-hmm. let's let, let's start there let's figure out the root answer of that question why don't you need it why why are you different from person b who feels they really need it mm-hmm. and you know that's kind of what we're talking about sure. the extreme ends of the sides mm-hmm. you know i will never believe in that i will never believe in that right it's that pushback mm-hmm. So let's start by At the very <coughs> least Just talking to somebody Talking to an expert mm-hmm.
1: Talking and then On the other side Also being able to listen mm-hmm. To listen better Because If we don't listen We can't be together in one with someone If we're not listening And I don't mean just hearing What someone says And then giving our opinion Letting them finish What they say And then planning out What you say Like really listen Put yourself in their shoes See it from their perspective, feel what they're feeling, and then we can get that back at the same time. But on a on a micro and a macro scale, we we got to be able to listen. That's that's what creates more oneness. If we go back to the feeling of, yeah, me too. You know, mm-hmm. feeling understood, feeling together. We're all feeling the same the same thing. Maybe we express it in a different way, mm-hmm. but being able to listen to each other is really really vital with that oneness yep. uh, feeling for each other.
0: Like you said, we all want to be seen each and every one of us and being seen like you said, it's not in
1: the physical it's in the internal the deeper depths of it And we know that because when we have these awesome experiences sometimes, right, we meet someone and it's just there's kind of an instant seeing of that person and all the ego and all the separateness and all that garbage is put aside for a little bit and we have this enjoyable interaction and conversation and that all gets just dumped away for a while it's awesome mm-hmm. right <coughs> excuse me now we're not doing that dance anymore we're just we're connected we're one we are present mm-hmm. with that and those are some of those most beautiful experiences we have in life those are the things that motivate us to get married and have a family when we have that experience with uh, with someone that we're attracted to mm-hmm. um, we, we feel we feel seen and that all goes away like that's the most beautiful thing we can we can do in this life
0: mm-hmm
1: Um, On the other side of it, too, it's not just that oneness versus separateness isn't just for ourselves and what we do for ourselves, but it also puts the onus on us to where if we see someone who's struggling, separateness allows us to look at that and go, Sucks to be that person. Glad that's not me. Separateness allows us to think that and justify that in... Going about my life. But if we realize that we are all one and what affects one affects the whole, we won't do that. <laughs> we won't think Never. that. Way. No. It's um
0: it really makes a lot of sense that that starts early on. Again, it's, mm-hmm. it starts early. Um you make the team, you get cut. It happened to Jordan. Mm-hmm. He got cut. He's one of the greatest there ever was. That built some separateness in him. Mm-hmm. That he used beneficially, but I mean, God, like, yeah, that's a great example. He's a his his mental is just different. He's a different breed, and still extremely separate, extremely yeah. separate. And I mean, not everybody's Jordan, so that's right. not always going to work out. Right. So <laughs> you know, um, it it truly does start early, and I wish I knew of a way. To kind of combat that, yeah, you know, to show the individual accolades in a in a genuine light mm-hmm.
1: without putting
0: down the others. Right.
1: Uh, we know that's super easy to do with the ones that we really love and that we really feel that we really feel seen by. Mm-hmm. It's super easy, and like with with you and me, right? That was always easy for us. Like. We know the right balance. We can tell when someone, each of us, is a little bit off. Mm -hmm. We know the balance of checking in, letting each other know that we're there, but also giving the correct amount of space for us to deal with what we're dealing with. Like, that's an easy dynamic for Mm -hmm. you and me that just exists. Yep. Um, Easy for me and Laura. Like, those people that we really feel we have that soul connection with. Yep. It's easy. Yep, our tribe. Yeah. So, where it's really more of an effort is with people that are not. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be this big, grandiose intervention. But just when we're in and about our day, I mean, how many people do we interact with? Are we giving off a positive experience? Maybe just a genuine, you know, whether it's the barista at Starbucks or the grocery store or wherever we're shop-run, hey, how Mm -hmm. are you doing today? Mm -hmm. Like just taking that moment to be genuine... And be authentic to show like a real care for someone else I have no idea what that what effect that might have on somebody
0: I, I can't begin to tell you how much I love that example just because I there's been many times where and I still battle with it where I'll be in an elevator with somebody or I'll be walking <laughs> down the street and I kind of just, I'll turn my head or whatever, because I sense this energy that Mm -hmm. they don't want to be bothered. Right. And they might sense the same energy that I don't (laughs) want to be bothered. And I'm only thinking it because I think you're thinking it. (laughs) It's just all thought though. Yeah. And it's an internal battle. I've gotten so much better with it now, you know, um, and one of the things I love is that when my friends come out to visit from the East Coast, one of the things that they all said is that everybody out here genuinely seems kind and happy. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it and I'm like, I'm an East Coast. I Is a head nod, mm-hmm. which is a source of acknowledgement. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I respect that. But there's something different when somebody says, you have a great smile. Like, I hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm. Or just something short and sweet like that. Mm -hmm. It has a profound effect for such a small little phrase or sentence. And we all need to start to understand that. That you just smiling and saying hello can really change and brighten up somebody's whole attitude, somebody's whole energy.
1: And it may
0: not seem like enough,
1: but it's more than enough. Yeah. Just my personal belief is why we're here is just to be that human light. So when we share that light and that energy with someone else, even if it's just eye contact and a smile, like I really believe that spreads. And so our, our job is to be that light and just spread it around as much as we can. And there'll be times where we don't feel like we can give that, and then someone gives it to us, and it brightens us back up. So we never know what anyone else is going through, where they're at, and what effect that might feel, way that might make someone feel. But man, smiling at somebody or giving someone a compliment, like I don't know, does it ever go badly? I, I don't know. It does <laughs> not, I guess I mean, it could, but it's just, it costs us nothing. And we never know how much that can dissolve that separateness even if it's just for a little bit let someone see that it's not there you know, we never know how much that might help someone else or have an effect on them it's going to be positive experience for us as well but just to give someone that yeah, me too mm-hmm. you know, acknowledgement I think is, is really, really powerful and so if we're looking for what we can do to help, to prevent that's it because no matter what people believe or what policies get voted on the only way we're going to experience real change as a society and a culture is by getting rid of that separateness and each of us has the ability to do it to help
0: do it we've got to start seeing ourselves and everybody and only then can you start to gain that sympathy and that empathy for everyone um, Again, there is a time and place and benefit of using that separateness to motivate and to inspire, Mm. but we just need to stop the putting down, we need to stop the dividing, we need to stop the shaming, we need to, we see others in dire need, even if it's small, we need to help, um... it'll go a long way it really will Um, we can't start to progress and we can't start to evolve Mm -hmm. truly evolve as one without coming together as one it's simple it's simple addition one plus zero one Mm -hmm. never gonna progress one plus one gives you two two plus two four you know Yep, it multiplies for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we need to start focusing on that and
1: working on that. Yeah. and just, you know, just, just being there for each other, so that no one drifts that far out mm-hmm. to where they think doing something awful is their only way to be seen or their only way to feel a part of something. You know, don't let's let's all do that, so that no one drifts that far. And that's 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 us doing our part to do my part because just to have that extreme feeling of separateness and loneliness no one understands me no one gets me if we're aware that's not true then it's our responsibility to show others that's that's not true and disprove that myth that we all inherently believe
0: and there's no excuse in it We it's it's easy to talk to somebody to talk to your friends your family to to go out there and dare to be different and unique in another way, mm-hmm. um, you know, we all have we all have choices in our lives, and those choices start with us. So, you know, don't don't let whatever internal feelings you're feeling take over, take control over what you truly have control over. Yeah.
1: And I was thinking too because you know so much of this gets programmed at an early age And schools, you know they teach their curriculum. and we're not parents, so I hesitate giving any parental advice that's not really our, our place to do. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really taking the time with our children to teach them empathy and compassion, Let's not let that separateness idea get formed mm-hmm. too much, so that they don't have to work so hard later on to break it down. Mm-hmm. Let's let us let us help them out from an early age, showing them, making them feel connected, a part of, empathetic and compassionate towards their classmates and, and other people they're around. Let's let's work on that a lot more too. Uh, again, whether that's with Whether you are a parent or around children, I mean, if we don't pick up a bad habit, we don't have it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that separateness idea is always going to be something that we have because of our inherent ego. But the earlier on we can get a hold of that and be aware of that, man, makes life and the world a much, much more awesome place. It does. It does. And,
0: you know, I, I, I just want to finish out. Uh, this was a great great discussion, and thank you guys for just. This was a this was a hard episode for yeah. me personally, just because I I I'm not coped with my feelings fully yet, and I just want to to my teachers out there, thank you so much for everything you do. Um, to the parents out there. Hug and squeeze your babies a little tighter, you know, continue to show or start to show, you know, true love and genuinity towards everybody, Uh religion, race, you know, that, uh, lifestyle, all of that. Um And, yeah, just let's be better. Let's yeah. be and better, I, man. You know,
1: we want to do this to talk about it in, in a productive understanding way but you know make no mistake we're all feeling the same way that you are we're frustrated and we're angry and we're mm-hmm. sad and all those things too mm-hmm. you know this is just the way we wanted to take the, the, the discussion um, about because there's plenty of that you yep. know out there already but yeah make no mistake we, we have all the same feelings in the same uh, <sighs> whatever you want to call it that that everybody else does yeah um, this is just our way of trying to channel that in a in a, in a positive way uh, direction or an, at least an understanding mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. so thank you for for bearing with us on that and listening to us um, with it and again as always any comments or you got or questions or if you want to add to the conversation please feel free uh, email us always present tense podcast am at gmail.com and uh, also on our instagram the present tense podcast and yeah we'll
0: see you next week All right. peace and love everyone thank you